Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident masshole, Ian Cusick. Unfortunately, Bryce can't make it tonight. Um, if some, if you haven't been following on Twitter, Bryce was recently diagnosed with thyroid cancer, and today he had his surgery to uh, remove the cancer in his thyroid. I am pleased to say that he pulled through, and he's currently resting after his successful surgery, so... Thoughts are with uh, Bryce right now, but of course, the show must go on. And uh, I went to my goodie bag of other Yankee fans that I know, and I got my good friend here, Steve. Steve, how you doing, man? Doing great. It's great. Doing great. So yes, we have uh, another New Yorker on today, this time as uh, the emergency guest host. And uh, usually we start with football, but I feel like tonight we should probably start with baseball because... Uh, of course, Steve, being a Yankees fan, he's uh, feeling pretty good right now. Say the least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, what, what what do you think just went right this game, Steve? Uh, I think, I, I mean, everything went right. Cause I'll, I'll say now, uh, heading into the game, every, every move Aaron Boone made, you could question and have a fallen conversation about how it's going to go. We're completely wrong. He started Severino, who was either one of the best pitchers in the league, or can literally just let four runs in an inning, which he's done last year in the wild card game. Yes, I recall. He was not very good in the wild card he, last year. He only got one out. So, again, that's that's another risky. When you have Jay Happ, who's had a under one ERA in September, has almost a game in September, he seems like the easy choice, but he went with Severino. So you can debate. That's risky. Then he took Severino out in the fourth inning and put Patances in who has a history of being quite shaky. And he put Patances in actually with runners on base and no outs. Yes, I was questioning that decision myself because, of course, I don't pay attention to the Yankees that much, but I have noticed that, like, Patances has been very iffy this season, especially with runners in position. Someone was saying something about, like, Patances is, like, usually lights out when when the bases are empty, but when you give him runners, he tends to struggle, struggle a bit. Not only, like... And that situation was first and second, so a steal wasn't really in play. But if there's a run on first, there's usually like a 99% chance they're going to steal because he is, his windup is so slow and easy to steal on right. that even Gary can't throw anyone out. And usually everyone has a pretty high uh, rate of stealing on him. But it was first and second odds, but he also has a kind of wild tendency with his off-speed, um, his curveball. And you have Gary Sanchez catching. Can't forget who yeah, I has kind of seen you struggle catching balls. But he, I, I'll, I'll say now, he there was not one wild pitch. There was not one drop ball. There was not nothing. So he he kind of put the offense. Uh, he kind of went under the radar with his defensive performance, which I do think he deserves credit for. Because there were talks about him not even starting that game uh, because of his defense. The Yankees actually carried three catchers. Right. Yeah, they had uh... kind of wild. They had a uh, Romine, and they had uh... Higashioka. Oh wait, oh yeah, Romine is the other catcher. That's right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so that was a really questionable move, and Batansis was lights out. He was the good Batansis that we uh, um, sometimes we're used to seeing. And then he took out Andujar in the sixth inning for a defensive replacement, Hetcheveria. Right. Yeah, he which, made that like, crazy catch in the eighth inning or something. Yeah, oh, and it was my only God. two. Men. It was only two nothing at the time, so you're thinking like that's a little early for a defensive sub when you only have two nothing in the sixth. You kind of need you know one of your best offensive players to take it out, and then he ends up making a great play. So again, like every move he made was perfect, and it, but it was highly questionable. Every move it was like, oh, that's the right move. 
Like, yeah, everything was questionable. Everything went right. So last night was just perfect. Yeah, Aaron Boone right. kind of looked like a major league manager last night. He did. He did. I think a lot of people, were, when he was making those moves, were ready to hop on it if they went wrong. Like, there were going to be people all over Twitter just... They probably had shit in their drafts. Just <laughs> ready to tweet. Like, if Batanza let up a walk or a home run or a hit, anything, a run, that matter, uh, they would have been ready to jump all over. But everything worked out perfectly. And now uh, the real playoff start. That was kind of just... Uh, annoying, nervous game that I hate going through every year, but <laughs> <laughs> now now the real real fun begins. Yes indeed. Um I saw this interesting voice this interesting point that Bryce made the other night. Or actually it was last night before the game. If the Yankees lost last night, is uh is Boone done at manager? Um uh, I think Bryce said yes, but after they won he said that uh Boone's gonna be safe for another year. Uh, I want to hear what your thoughts are on that. I don't think uh, he would be fired if they lost. Uh, he's definitely not being, even if they get swept here, or they lose in the LDS, he's definitely not going to get fired. I don't even think if they lost, he'd be fired. Um, I just don't think that uh, his contract's three years, even that doesn't really matter. You can fire anyone. But just, I don't think the Yankees uh, got him for just this year. I think they kind of see him as their manager for the future, uh, building a relationship with the players. Like, they got rid of Girardi when they were one more away from the World Series. There was clearly something they were looking for in a manager that they wanted for a long time, that success or not, even though they did have a 101 season, playing, losing a wild card would be a complete failure. Like, this is one of the better Yankee teams they've ever had in their history. You look at it from top to bottom, this is an unreal team. Right. And losing in the wild card game would be it. Utter failure. I don't care how good the regular season was, what records you prove. Failure, period, of the story. It would be all you'd be talking about. Uh, now this team went to the, almost went to the World Series last year, now they lose the wild card game. It'd be all over the news. But, again, I think what they're trying to build is more than just this year. Obviously, it would be good luck if he did it again, maybe. But um, I, I don't think he would have got fired if they, won, if they lost. But they won, so. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they would have fired him after one season. I think he definitely would uh, maybe be on the hot seat, but I don't think. Oh, yeah, sure. be, I don't think he would be fired after one season, especially. Sure, be talked about. Especially with like you know this free agent class, you got Manny Machado and Bryce Harper. I don't think the Yankees are going to land either of them, but you know they're going to make a good effort for at least one of them, which you yeah. know, scares the shit out of me. But um, for sure, you know you got so much potential with this team. Giancarlo Stanton. Speaking of Stanton, he killed that ball yesterday. Oh my! I was actually at the game. Oh yeah, and, you were at uh, that game. Oh, uh, the stadium <laughs> must have been absolutely electric then. It was. It was. I'll say I went to the Greg Bird game last year when he hit the home run off Miller to make it one nothing. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, game three, whatever that was, the LDS. And I went to the ALCS game this year after they came back, the eighth inning being down. I think it was three nothing. And those were crazy. Those were like two of the better games of the playoffs last year. That was a Greg Bird moment in the comeback in the LCS. But I will say the one moment, um, it was the Severino strikeout in the first inning, the third out, finally one, one, two, three. That was when he got that strikeout, that like just like moment there was probably the loudest, like just roar. Even from last year. It was just I don't know. Even louder the judges all run, that roar from the first uh, the third out, the first inning. Oh yeah. That's pretty unreal. But yeah, yeah it was like, it was a good environment. Like when I was listening to the T V, I was like, Wow, this game is just this stadium is going crazy right now. And it was just over like a strikeout and it was like 
It reminded me, I mean, we're, I'm going to go off a little off topic here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to the 2016 Patriots game where they played the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, in the fourth quarter, Tom Brady found Chris Hogan up the seam for an 80-yard touchdown. And the stadium was going wild then because it was like 23-20 or something at that point. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Patriots were winning at that point. So it's like, it wasn't like, uh, you know, they were down and then now they have the lead. No, they just had the lead, but it was just such a big play that they were going wild. I think it was louder than that by a long shot. And that just goes to tell you because, like, that, I mean, Yankee Stadium was fucking loud. Yeah, it's, I don't want to sound like a homer, but, like, it's, it's like, different. Even, like... Oh, I, I mean, it's uh, like I, I've, been to, I've been to games at I Fenway, and I've been to a game at Yankee Stadium, so I understand, like, the atmosphere. I can't speak for, you know, a game at Dodgers Stadium, a game at Regulator, a game at Fenway. I can't speak for that. I've never been there. But, like, it's just, like, like the bleachers, for example. I mean, obviously, everyone saw the video of the yes. guy, the A's fan. Yeah, but, like, that, that outside of that, like, he, like, it's just crazy. Like, I, I don't know if he was... I mean, the guy did throw beer at him. Yeah, but, like, I, I'm just wondering what, what he did to warrant being a beer thrown at. I don't, uh, I don't think he did anything. I think it's just the guy who probably threw... Like, I'm not making an excuse for him, but like the guy who probably threw that beer out him probably had 16 of those beers, and then he just had one more. He's like, fuck it. <laughs> um, but those bleachers, I just want to say, are... I don't, I don't even know if I'd want to sit there. They're like... Even as a Yankees fan, they're like, dangerous. Like, someone can like die there. Like, yeah, when no. As a Red Judge Sox fan, that, I'd have a big target on my back. When Judge hit that home run towards those bleachers, I, I was looking at the area. There is literally just beer... Flying, it was like you remember the video of I don't know if you saw in the World Cup those England fans like people use that as like a yes, meme. Yes, I did. I did see. That was literally what the bleachers look like. like. It's just like it's just chaotic. Like they're literally all just drunk animals. It's like a zoo. So I don't. I mean, obviously if that beer was thrown. You saw in the video someone was thrown, but he, that was probably not the only beer that was at him. Just because people were just throwing shit in the air it is uh, the bleachers are insane. It is. Uh, I'd like to sit there for a game because it's for the environment, but, like, my own safety, even as a Yankees fan, I don't know. I could get, like, punched in the face for no reason just because they're drunk animals, but, yeah, it's going to be yeah. insane. I mean, Yankee Stadium is a great atmosphere for games. You know, obviously, if I go there, I'm going to get attacked. Yeah, even in my section, there's some, like, an H-Man got kicked out of my section for getting into a fight. It was, uh, anyone that was wearing an A's jersey or shirt in that stadium got yelled at. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine That's... what Jared Carabas had to go through last night, because I saw a couple oh, videos, yeah. and they, they don't give him <laughs> shit regardless, and now he's in Yankee Stadium in a playoff game where the Yankees Yankees fans were feeling themselves. They were chanting, uh, we want Boston, and uh, I don't know how many of those fans actually wanted Boston, but, um, you know, I mean... I did. Y- yeah, <laughs> I yeah, really I, know, I know you I want wanna, Boston. But here's the thing, I wanted last year... But they they couldn't pull through on their end, you know what I mean? Yeah. Last year they, they didn't pull through on their end, so at least we pulled through on our end this year. We followed the rules. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, video last year was it was Carabas, uh, Braden, Hubs. That was that's quite the trio at a game. Yes. <laughs> this is gonna be crazy. Like it's it's crazy. But this is Yankees fans. So I don't even know what the environment's gonna be like because it's gonna be Red Sox fans at Yankee Stadium. Oh and, yeah. And oh, it's, gonna, like, it's gonna be a bloodbath. It's gonna be fights. It's gonna be. Just the crowd's going to be energized all game, no matter what the score is. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm, definitely, and I'm looking forward to it. This is going to be a lot of fun, a lot of trash talk on Twitter. Uh, 14 years in the making. 14 years in the making because, you know, the last two playoff series between the Yankees and Red Sox, they were both uh, crazy series. You got the 2003 series 
with mm-hmm. Aaron Boone walking it off in the 11th against uh, Tim Wakefield, I believe Wakefield. it was. Yeah. And then you got uh, the the biggest collapse in sports history. Yeah. In 04. <laughs> but I, I tweeted this out. I said, this is like such a perfect time for this. It really uh, is. You know? The rivalry's back, but like for them to play in the playoffs, because like Red Sox just have broke their franchise record for most wins of the season. Uh, and this Yankees team, I think, is probably the best team they've had in recent history. So this is like a perfect like these two teams are literally like at their peak right now, and it is like the last couple of years, Red Sox, Yankees they did either they didn't make the playoffs or they weren't as great. Some of them got eliminated in the first round, wild card, whatever. Um, but right now they're both like contenders. They're both favorites. So this is like literally the best time for them to go at it. Yeah, and you know obviously I just I can't wait. You know it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a great series. I don't think there's gonna be a boring game in this series. No, not a chance. I don't think it's possible. No, I even definitely. if even if, even if it like is, I feel like there's some something's gonna happen to make it. <laughs> I still don't feel like there's gonna be a way these games aren't close or something. Yeah, exactly. I don't think there's really been a boring game in this season series, has there? I mean, even when it was like ten to two at one point back in April. JD Martinez hits a grand slam, and just like that, you got a ball game. So like, yeah, yeah I think most of these games, someone comes back. Like, if it's ever been like a big lead, someone's coming back, like, or at least making it close. It's not staying ten to, you know, like yeah. something. Someone scoring runs, keeping it interesting. Two high, high powered offenses. Yep, and that's what's gonna make this series so much fun to watch. You know, you got JD Martinez and Mookie Betts, Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge, four of the best hitters in baseball squaring off in a playoff series it's gonna be it's gonna be a great series also, and I, honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna love watching it even if the yankees was, win the series it's gonna be a fun one to watch oh yeah what was huge last night was something that i, I think was gonna be a storyline the whole postseason if it didn't happen uh but both of these guys got it off their backs right away with judge and stan home runs if stan, stan's this is stan's first postseason if he didn't have a home right. run or he went over four there would be the whole monkey on his back heading in. You know what happened at the beginning of the season when he got off to a bad start. Oh, yeah, it, that it, was... He kind of struggled. That was ugly. But, but the fact that even if it wasn't a big situation, the fact that he got that monkey on his back, hit that home run, it was a tape measure home run, uh, That I think that's huge just to get off his back. You're not going to be talking about it now heading into Boston, heading into the rest of the playoffs. Wasn't saying it his first home run in the playoffs. So judge, too. Even though, I mean, he's hit home runs last year, but still, like, he's just a home run hitter. You want to know when he's going to get his first home run. The fact that they both got it off, their backs wild card game, I think, is also just kind of a storyline that we won't need to hear, um, and they won't need to focus on when they're getting answered questions after games about their home runs. Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, now that they uh, they're both in the, they're both in their groove, they both know. Well, I mean, Judge is young. I mean, this is his second postseason. I think how many home runs did he hit last season? Do you remember by any chance? I think season or postseason. Last postseason. Postseason, I think he. Uh, Three. Yeah, one of the wild card games. Maybe four. Probably, I'd say three though. Yeah. So you know, three home runs last postseason. He already yams another one this postseason. This this Yankees team it scares me, but Judge, oh my God, Judge is just yeah. a scary man. It's an offensive. It's a, it's like if Gronk could play baseball. <laughs> literally so I like body physical uh, yeah I mean it's yeah. literally like it is and Luke Voigt more, maybe might be Luke Voigt, Luke Voigt is like 
It's funny, Luke Voigt and Steve Pierce both, like, you really only hear about them yeah. when they're playing each other. So, like, Luke Voigt, like, he'll show up against the Red Sox, and then the next night, Steve Pierce will go out and hit two or three home runs to the Red Sox against the Yankees. It's just, it's incredible. You see the video of Luke Voigt bench pressing 135 pounds with one arm? I did see that. Oh, my that God. Was, yeah. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember I was a sophomore in high school and like I had a hard time benching 135 with two hands. Yeah, with two. Yeah, here's right. this grown ass man doing it uh, with uh, one hand. That's really that's. <laughs> He's a monster. He is a monster. He's just a monster. Where did this dude even come from? Wait, did he come from the uh, the Tyler Austin trade? No, he actually. This is gonna be really funny because how bad this player was. The uh, the deadline we traded. Uh, Chase and Shreve. Oh, it was the Shreve trade. It, it was, was the Shreve. <laughs> oh my god, you got rid of one of your worst relievers for the secret weapon. Probably the best player in the second half, arguably. I mean, he's hitting like 360 in the second half. You could make that argument. 14 home runs. 14 home runs. In, the se- in I think September alone. Yeah, September, I think it's 14 home runs. Like, he's just been unreal. Let me trade That's- Shreve for him. <laughs> and you trade it, you got uh, you get rid of a pitching liability for yep. one of your best players in this month. Great. <laughs> Once again, the Yankees get away with highway robbery. That's Cashman at it, doing his work. Yep. <laughs> All right, so enough Red Sox Yankees for now. We can get back to that later. Of course, we've also got the National League to talk about. Uh, let's start with the wild card game because uh, Rockies Cubs. Um. That was a this was a wild game to watch. That was yeah, um, fun. It, yeah, it was a pretty fun game when you know things were actually happening. <laughs> uh, of course, the for Rockies... me, I was like I like the pitching. So it's sometimes I'm in the mood. I'm I like like a pitching duel. I really like the way Lester pitched. Yeah, Stand pitching duels there. can be fun. I liked it. I thought Lester pitched really well. Like, he did. It's a sh- it's kind of a shame that like shame. the Cubs yeah. didn't really show up. Their offense is just nothing. Like obviously, I I'm on the, the grand slam with three Cubs fans. So yeah, I hear that of course. Their their offense is just nothing. Like nothing, and you'd be surprised with all the people that have no idea that they can't produce anything. You know, it's just kind of like that sometimes. Like you know, I mean, people sometimes forget that like you know this lineup that the Boston Red Sox had got no hit by Sean Manaya back in uh. True. Was it was it late April or early May? Uh, it, 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 it had to have been season. had to have been late April because I remember I was in my college dorm room watching that game in all my misery. <laughs> it's kind of funny, you know. I, I was looking at that team. I was looking at that game, and I'm like, yeah, there's no way this Red Sox team's doing anything. They just got no hit by some dude named Sean Manaya because I had no clue who <laughs> he was at the time. Uh, next thing I know, this team breaks the Red Sox win record, and Sean Manaya is uh, an animal. So it's just kind of funny how that works, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Long season. Yes. Yeah, so anyways, we had a couple games today. One of them still going on. Braves-Dodgers. Dodgers are up 4 nothing in the bottom of the fifth. But uh, Rockies-Brewers. Uh, the Brewers had this game, and then they didn't. Yep. And then Moose hits a walk-off single in the tenth to go up one games to none. I just said games in a singular sense. <laughs> I didn't catch... Uh, I caught some of those games. Um, oh, I didn't catch any of it either. Most of it was going on while I was at rugby, but... uh, I caught it here and there. Um, outside of the... Yeah, oh, Yelich. Gotta talk about him. Oh, oh, my, oh my God. Christian Yelich. 
this guy. Wow, I mean, if he has a locked up the NLV MVP by now, I don't uh, know what. I don't I know mean, when he will. Can, can you really make the argument for anybody else? No, I, I don't. I mean, unless you want to like, unless you want to pull like a Verlander and give Degrom the MVP, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, it's if he is the one, it's not. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> it, it really is. I think I saw that Scherzer needs to pitch uh, like seventy plus shutout innings to catch up to his ERA. <laughs> to just tie the ERA. <laughs> and that's absurd. If he was on a good team, he'd be the Cy Young winner easily. But oh, yes. His record's crummy. I mean, I still think he's going to win the Cy Young. He should. 100%. I don't think record, records should not matter. 100%. I mean, it, it, I mean, all right. Records should matter, but, like, a very little amount. Like, in terms of wins, like, if a pitcher's winning, like, you know, 20 games or something, like Brett right. Snell did... I think that should go into consideration, but you know, when in with the context of like Degrom and like, I think he need his offense needed to put up like three runs a game, and he would have won like twenty five games or something like that. Yeah, I, there were some crazy stats. I don't remember all of them, but like after every Degrom started, like it was a stat, like kind of oh, like the the last six Mets starts. That, uh, I mean, the, the last six Degrom starts Mets were like three runs combined or something. Something crazy like that. Every time you that's, that's just sad because, like, you put DeGrom on any other team pretty much and he's going to win 20 games. It's just the yeah. Mets are just stagnant yeah. on offense. But I like what you said with the, the context. It is all about the context. Um, like, if you look at, for records, if it's really good or really bad, that's when you can kind of, like, if this guy's, like, 2 and 10, that's pretty bad. If he's 19 and 6, like, yeah, that's pretty good. But like when it's just he what is he like nine and ten I don't even know what he was I think he, he did go nine and ten stuff. nine like that's it's it's not too bad but it's not too good so it's I mean that's like, not a record that you whatever. would think of someone that you would consider like an ace or one of the best pitchers in the MLB having yeah. but like like I said with the context Degrom could have easily won twenty plus this season Yep that's it that's right the context that's what it's all about really is it's all the context. All right, so we got a little bit sidetracked there, uh, but Christian Yelich, man, this guy, um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, he came from Miami, right? He was one of the deals that Jeter did. Yep. Yeah. Um, Jeter, I don't know what Jeter's really doing here with the Marlins. Um, gives away last season's NL MVP and this season's NL MVP for pretty much pennies on the dollar. Yep. Um. I mean, I don't think anyone came into this season thinking that Christian Yelich was going to win NL MVP, but like, still, like the guy wasn't a scrub or anything. Yeah, he was still very good. It's just like, shit, I didn't know he could be this good. <laughs> I don't think anyone did. Uh, but, I mean, hey, good for him, you know. Yeah, yeah, this is like this is unbelievable. He almost won the triple crown. Yeah, I was really hoping he'd win the triple crown. I was too. I, I was. I was really uh, he for. came up in the eighth. Um, during the game 163, and I'm like... Tiebreaker. Yeah, during the tiebreaker game. And I really wanted him to hit a home run. He had... It was perfectly set up, because if he hit the home run, he would have got... He would have tied for the RBIs and the home run lead, and that would have won him the Triple Crown, probably. Yep. But alas, he didn't. He struck out, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly. I believe you're right. He did strike out swinging. He struck out his last at-bat. Yeah. He knew. He probably won that dugout like that. That was a triple crown on that swing right there. Well, he probably, I mean, he's got to know he's got the MVP locked up, so I think uh, he's not too concerned about that. Mm -hmm. Just another accolade. That would just look nice, but 
Yeah. World Series would be nicer. A World Series would be nicer. And, um, <laughs> I mean, spoiler alert, I wasn't I wasn't really sure if we were going to talk our picks for the playoffs this season, but the Brewers were my pick to come out of the National League. So, like, you know, could happen. Uh, same? Uh, I did my picks in Grand Slam, but I don't even remember, honestly. We did the, we, ours was dumb. We did, we did ours, like, before the matchups were actually set up. <laughs> so oh, we really? actually did. We did it like the tiebreaker games, like we did that. So we didn't even, we didn't even do it like before. I mean, after the tiebreaker games, where like all the matches were set up, we kind of like guessed the matchups and I did it. So I don't know how accurate I'm because some of the teams I probably picked the winner didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, I don't remember who. I remember uh, Tristan said something. About, oh shit! Just turn on my Xbox. But yeah. Xbox off. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, so who I had in the playoffs this season. So I had the Yankees beating the A's and the Rockies beating the Cubs. So that's awesome. Uh, I do have the Red Sox beating the Yankees in four games. And I have the Astros sweeping the Indians. Wow. Uh, I've got the Brewers beating the Rockies in five and the Braves beating the Dodgers in four. Did I really put that? I guess I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I was drinking something uh, when I was making some of these picks. Yeah, Braves in four. Um... And then I got the Red Sox beating the Astros in six, and the Brewers beating the, ba- the Braves in five, and then I got the Red Sox over the Brewers in six. Hmm. Say so my pick. I do have the Yankees won the World Series. That's all I know. <laughs> I think they. I think the Rockies and Brewers. I forgot which one. Definitely wasn't the Dodgers. A Yankees Rockies World Series would be a fun one to watch though too. A lot of home runs hit that series. Yeah, I think I think oh the MLB God. is begging for a Dodgers Red Sox Yankees. One of those Dodgers versus Yankees or Red Sox. <laughs> That's what they're hoping for. That's probably what's going to happen, to be honest. I, I wouldn't be surprised for the Dodgers. The NL is really just like, my, my take is whoever wins the NL is going to I think you're right. I, just because of like, the level that like the like, Astros, Yankees, and and uh, Red Sox are all playing at, it's like... That's unreal. Even the Indians, they're like the worst team out of the bunch. And they're still, I'm like, pretty sure the Indians had a better record than almost anyone in the NL, right? Yeah, who are the best? Who are the best record in the NL? The uh, Brewers. Brewers. The right? Brewers at ninety six and sixty seven. Uh, the Indians. Actually, I think the Indians didn't quite reach that mark, did they? Because I don't think they won ninety six. That sounds like a, a high ball number. Um, yeah, no, the Indians only won ninety one. So ninety one. That's. I mean, it's more Indians, than the Braves. Red Sox, Yankees, one hundred one, hundred one teams, right there. Yeah, three hundred win teams, and one of them being a wild card team, which is just yeah, it's hilarious how that works. But I knew I said before the season started. I said before the season started, it's a shame that there is going to be a one hundred, whether it's the Red Sox or the Yankees, there's going to be a one hundred win. Because I had a feeling they're both going to win hundred games. They're both going to win, which is hard to do. But they're they're going to win, and there's going to be a one hundred. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just one of those it's things like how baseball works. It's like um. Going back to football a little bit, it's like that 2012 postseason. I think it was when the Rams went seven and nine. Or was the Rams? It was the Seahawks because Marshawn Lynch was on that team, and he had that beast quake in the playoffs. Like yep. um, they won the division at seven and nine, and they made the playoffs, even though normally they really wouldn't. Yeah, did the Texans do that too? I think or eight and eight, or they had. Pretty I mean, the right? Texans have probably made it at eight and eight because the AFC South. I think because that division was pretty bad with yeah. the Jaguars. I'm still mad if the Jets went 10-6 in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I think the following year, the Dolphins made it at like 9-7. I was like, 
<laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Just how it works depends. It's just how, how it is, you know. Yep. All right, so I think we can kind of shift gears going to uh, NFL now. Uh, we are recording during Thursday night football. Patriots are up twenty-four to ten with about what was it nine and a half minutes in the third. I didn't quite get a look at the scoreboard. I got the game on muted right now. Uh, Tom Brady, one touchdown away from on. career number 500. 500 right? Yep. All right. Well, going on to our week four recaps. Uh, the Thursday night game last week, Rams 38, Vikings 31. Offensive shootout. Jared Goff, 465 yards, five touchdowns. Um... Do you really have any thoughts about this? Because I'm not really sure how to feel about this game. Uh, my first thought was I Cooper Cup my fantasy bench. But the actual <laughs> game, uh, that was... I didn't catch all of it. I caught most of it, though. I caught, I would say, about 70% of the game. But um, it, it was, yeah, Goff and Cousins were just slam. It's surprising because, like, the Vikings defense is pretty good. But I didn't think they'd be... I didn't think it was going to be that high scoring of a game. But that just seems to happen. It really does. Thursday night football has not sucked this year, and I love that. Seems to yeah, seems to be high scoring at the I think they've done better with the scheduling too. I feel like when they first introduced this, it was we're getting like Buccaneers Titans, and they were both like not good. Like okay, that's not what we want to watch. But now they're doing good games. I think next week's what Giants Eagles. Yeah, I um, believe you're right. But yeah, I think overall. Uh, it was just a quarterback kind of dual threat um, matchup there. Didn't expect it with the defenses. Um, even even the Rams defense still pretty good. But um, yeah, the Rams defense has not been bad this year. I mean, obviously not. this was like the two best offenses in the NFL going at it. So I feel like those numbers uh, it, it says a lot because like both offenses were just really going at each other. So like you can't really fault either defense. And the Rams won for it. The Rams, they're yeah, all they season did. moves. They won. They're they're going for this year. Marcus Peters, Namkasu, probably missing a few people. Uh, keeps so lead, but he's on IR right now, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, did you mention Brandon Cooks? Oh, Brandon Cooks. Um, um they got Aaron Donald for like five years now. Yeah, that's just like that's an unreal team. It really is. That could be an NFC Championship preview right there. That could, uh, you know, I Very think that might be how it is. I mean, depending on how, like, I mean, I think the Rams are pretty much a lock for playoffs right now. I know it's week five. It's kind of a bold thing to say at week five, but. Uh, I think 4 0, you're pretty much lock. Well, honestly, I mean, it's, it is a little. You would think it's safe to say that, but then oh, again, last year, the Chiefs went 5 0 and then missed. That's true. Or actually, no, they didn't miss the playoffs. They won the division, but then they flopped in the playoffs. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, moving on to the next game. Patriots 30, 38, Miami 7. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to go too in-depth into this. The Patriots looked really good. The Dolphins looked flat. Um, well, I came down to earth. Yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, under – oh, shit. Okay, Brady just threw a pick off a drop ball. Great. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, um – this is what happens when Miami plays weak teams and then everyone else gets a hot head about the Patriots. Oh, is the Patriots are the Patriots done? No, yep, they're not happens done. Every year. They're not done. We've been hearing this for the past four or five years. 
no, it's not done. The Patriots are still good. Don't get your hopes up. Mm-hmm. It's just how it's been, how it will be, for at least a couple more years, I would say. Maybe. Still, Brady Belichick decided to break up. We'll see what happens after that. It's gonna be because it's not like a guarantee they're gonna suck. Like Josh McDaniels, whatever he takes over, that's pretty much what's gonna happen. I mean, Josh McDaniels has to be the be- the replacement for Belichick, right, in the future. Yeah, the He's fact that they be. pulled the fact that they pulled him off from this job. Conscious that's gotta be that it. he's he's next in line for Belichick, and it wasn't Patricia. That's basically what that means. If it doesn't, then I don't know. I, I mean, it would, really it would make a lot of sense. But yeah, it does. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But I don't know. Whenever they break up, we'll see what happens. Maybe they won't be. Hopefully, I'm praying as a Jets fan that hopefully when Brady goes, Donald develops to be better. At it. The Bills and Dolphins can just suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that'll be the case. Who knows? All right, uh, Bengals thirty-seven, Falcons thirty-six. Uh, another offensive shootout. Bengals squeak this one out. Um, yeah, a thirteen-yard touchdown to AJ Green with seven seconds left. Pretty wild way to end it. I also feel like the Falcons are another team that every week they're an offensive shootout. <laughs> Yeah, this is, um, I think, I don't know if I'd say the Bengals are for real yet, but, um. Yeah, I'm still kind of, because even after that Thursday night game, I'm still kind of skeptical about them. What the, I mean, Eifert's injury, that's, that's huge. Like, I can't catch a break. He's always injured. I don't think he's ever, like, played a full season. Um, I believe you're right. He's, it's always something, it's. Either he was out for the whole year, he's out for four weeks. I definitely, you know, it's always selling him. But the Bengals, I don't know. That division's interesting because the Steelers are kind of, meh. They're kind of like wishy-washy. Browns are, I don't know. People think I don't, they're I don't know what to think about the Browns not. yet either. I was going to wait until uh, we talk about the Browns-Raiders game in a little bit. Yeah, I that, still that don't know how I feel kind of. about the Browns yet. I think Baker Mayfield's yeah, yeah. really good, but I don't know if the Browns are, like, good enough yet. Yeah, we'll talk about it when we get there, but yeah. his four turnovers, kind of, that was kind of a wild game. Really was. So Parts uh, I saw on red zone. Yeah. Uh, next game, Bears 48, Buccaneers 10. Um, everyone who follows the podcast on Twitter would have seen that I did, in fact, pick the Buccaneers to win this game. Um, that was a big fuck you for Mitchell Trubisky to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm still... Still not a huge fan of his. Oh, I'm not. A, I'm not a traditional fan you. either. I don't think he's good. Yeah. But um. Yeah, he he went off, and um, I don't really know how it happened like that. I think he had what five know. first half touchdowns, and uh, yeah. I I really thought he was gonna get eight. He could have gotten eight. I feel like if they kept the foot on the gas, you know, they put up ten points in the second half. Mm-hmm. I think they were just like, you know, they were just kind of done at that point. Yeah, I, I, I'm skeptical on him, but I do like Matt Nagy. Um, I think he has potential to be. Cause that's that's just what the, where the league is going now. Everyone's hiring offensive young, like McVay, uh, Nagy. Everyone's going with young kind of offensive QB guru quarterbacks. Um, yeah, I think that's what what's going to be the, is, so. the key, you know. The, the, uh, the defensive-minded coaches, it's kind of becoming a, an outdated sort of thing. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of like Bill Belichick, is there really anyone that like focuses on defense more than offense that you could think uh, of? I will. Ty Bowles is a defensive head coach. Yes, yes, Ty Bowles. Yeah, sure. Which I think that's why. No matter, I feel like no matter how the season goes, it's kind of off track. But they should fire him. But that's another story for another day. Because he is a defensive head coach, and that's just not where the league is heading. I think they should look for. Uh, like Sean McVay is the perfect like kind of like example for the league for the next like ten years. Those type of guys. Sean McVay is gonna be the 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 face of NFL coaches. Oh, fumble! Like, Devin McCourty just stripped the ball out. Patriots ball once Patriots again. Ball. Love to see it. Andrew Luck not getting any help tonight. No, not at all. <laughs> Luck hasn't had a, an awful game tonight. I mean. He, he just, you know, like half the offense is like hurt, so mm-hmm. he's kind of making do with what he's got. It's a hell of a strip. Uh, yeah, that's but I don't know, the Bears, that the, the Khalil Mack. Oh, man. That's a steal. That's, that's a steal. Whoever got him was going to wouldn't be a steal. He is. Uh, the Raiders could have been. Yeah, four four games of the strip bubble or something, a strip sack. I mean, you know, that's, that's just like absurd. That. And, you know, like. I think John Gruden knows he's screwed up with that. Yeah, that was. There's no way he really got, you know, their the first round picks. There's no way you can just get a conversation. Like the odds are, those picks that pick are gonna be better. I mean, it's possible those can those picks be better than Khalil Mack, maybe. But like the odds are, it's probably not. Those guys that they draft are not gonna be better than Khalil Mack. He's a generational talent, one of the best defensive players of all time. When oh, definitely. Said and done. So that's. That's tough to just trade and pass up on. So they'll, they'll definitely regret it, especially with the way he's playing, carrying the Bears' defense. I mean, unless these two draft picks absolutely boom, yep. it's going to become one of the greatest instances of highway robbery ever in any sort of context, even football. We'll look, we'll look back on it like, damn, remember when the Raiders traded Khalil Mack? the Raiders cl- traded Khalil Mack? I mean, just imagine <laughs> if these like two guys that they draft in the future are just complete bums. It's the it's gonna go down as like the Raiders traded one of the greatest defensive players of this generation for some scrubs. Yep. It. it <laughs> I mean that that would just be it would be kind of hilarious, but it'd be like not funny hilarious. It's like scary hilarious that like someone actually thought that was a good idea. Time will tell. I mean, we'll see. We'll probably be able to know right off the draft. Whatever they draft. I guess so, because it's, it's one for this next league. draft and then one for the draft after, right? I don't know the years. Um, no, the, the Raiders picks going to be bad, but the Bears pick might be. I mean, um, Bears, Bears picks going to be like decent like record-wise. Yeah. I don't remember. Really. I don't know the years, though. I want to say it's a 2019 and 2020, but I don't really remember exactly. So The Bears got a second-round pick back. That's right. They did. How did that happen? How did how did they get Khalil Mack and a second rounder out of them? <laughs> like the one of the best generate one of the generational talents at defensive end wasn't enough, so you had to get a second rounder out of them too. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. That's unreal. Hey, good for the Bears though. Yeah. Good for them. All right, Cowboys twenty six, Detroit twenty four. Cowboys kick a game-winning field goal as time expires, and they win the game. Uh, neither of these teams are particularly impressive. I don't think either of these teams are really going anywhere anytime soon. 
Yeah, um, this is this is like a Thanksgiving matchup. This, this literally is a Thanksgiving matchup, but like usually yeah, this was, it was a good game, but yeah, I agree. This is kind of just two average teams, kind of just whatever. Zeke went off. Yeah, yeah, like, Zeke had a really good game. He had a lot. He had like two hundred fifty yards or something. A lot of touches, receiving like all-purpose yards. He had a. Uh, yeah, he had a really good game. Yeah, it would have been nice That's if I didn't it. trade him in fantasy for Leonard Fournette and, like, a couple mm, of the picks. Wow. Wow. Uh, Zeke in fantasy. I do. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, got, like, I got, like, two other guys in exchange, and they haven't done anything, so, you know. It's just Fournette been, hurt. Fournette's been out the last two weeks, and he hasn't really done much for me. Yep. Yeah. I wasn't my best back. move. Sure. Oh. All right. Pat's going 14-2. Uh, Pat's going fourteen and two. Uh, yes, Edelman's absolutely. Back. Now that Edelman's back, they're definitely going uh, fourteen and two. Yeah. Gronk got a nice little touch. Uh, all right. Uh, Packers twenty two, Bills zero. Uh, another game where you can't really say much. Bills come back to life. <laughs> Bills come back to life. Look like that they're gonna contend with something, and then they 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 get goose egged by the Packers. Biggest biggest fluke game in NFL history, almost. Um, like definitely up there. I mean. I don't know how that happened. I still don't understand how that happened. I still don't understand how that happened either. I mean, that's... Yeah, that, like, they, I think this Vikings team is a lot better than this Packers team all around. Oh, yeah. So, I like, agree, yeah. But if you look at this Bills roster top to bottom, it's like, probably, it's like the worst in the NFL by far. Yeah. They don't the have like, a good team. <laughs> so that's, that's why... This Bills team, I feel like, is still going to pull out some crazy BS win against the Patriots somehow. It's just going to happen. I don't even. I, that's hard to believe. <laughs> but I mean, I mean the listen, Bills they always seem to do it just when we start counting them out. Yeah, they listen. They did against Minnesota, so I guess I can't. Remember. I gotta give them credit. I guess so. In Minnesota, they give them credit. <laughs> uh, Titans twenty six, Eagles twenty three. Marcus Mariota throws a touchdown to Corey Davis in the overtime to win the game. Um, are the Titans for real? So that's another, like, they're kind of like the Bengals thing. I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of them. Their division is kind of shaky outside of um, Jacksonville, but I don't really know. If, I mean, that's that's the same at one right now. I don't know if they make the Eagles. They're, they yeah, I was going to ask They played well. Were the they Eagles a well. fluke last season? I, I don't think it's crazy to say. That's kind of, that could be a hot thing. That's crazy to say. I mean... I feel like the Eagles had a really easy schedule last season, and they just beat a lot of really not good teams. And now that they're playing really good teams, yeah, they're not looking all that great. I still think Carson Wentz is a really good quarterback. I don't think he's a top five or anything. Oh, boy. Oh, that is Gronk. an interception, Gronk. You cannot drop that ball. Dude, Brady's thrown so many picks this season because of drop passes, and it's incredible. That's, this game. That's like his third or fourth one this season that, like, it should have been just completions. Look at that. Ooh. How did Gronk even drop that ball? He smacked oh. it with his hand. That's what made it worse. He smacked it with his hand. That would have been just an incomplete pass if he had smacked with his hand. <laughs> oh, it would have. Yikes. Yeah, but um, Eagles, I don't know. That's a, that's a fair point, though. That's what people were saying last year. They, oh, there he's. Now... Uh, two and two, and they've even the wins they kind of struggled. They they didn't look great. 
Like, I think at the parts I've seen, they didn't look great. Wentz is kind of slowly coming back. What you expect it? I mean, you didn't, I, I personally didn't expect him to just, like, light it up, but he's been fine, but he's slowly coming back to form. Um, oh, we'll see how it plays out. Titans, I don't know. I, I, I don't really, I never really was a huge fan of Mariota, so that's yeah, probably I'm why not, I'm not skeptical. crazy about Mariota either. I just never really liked him, but listen, they, they got, they got some weapons on offense that he's utilizing, so. Yeah, it's nice we'll to see, see Corey Davis finally getting some involvement in the offense. Right, yeah. Because, you know, he was, they, they didn't use him last year. But now, yeah. you know, he's actually getting some action. We'll see there. I don't know. So those are two teams. They, I don't know. Are the Eagles for real? The Titans for real? That's Those are great questions you get in the first time of the season. It really are is, two, yeah. Which teams are for real? All right. Texans 37, Colts 34. Uh, the Colts kind of throw this game away by going forward on fourth down and overtime. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they would have because the Colts haven't looked great this season. The t- I think the Texans were the better team overall, and I think that's why they won that game overall. But, man, neither of these teams Watson. are really doing anything this season. No, no. Watson, is he the most overrated quarterback, like overhyped last year? Um, I mean, he, Watson was for real last season. He yeah. really... Like, he was the next... I don't, like, I don't know. He hasn't been great. I mean, last last week, he, first two weeks, he was awful. The first uh, two, three weeks, he was awful. Like, he literally, like, I mean, his offensive line has been great, but for the way he played last year, you have expectations. At least do like, something like that. He's been brutal. I don't, I don't know what people talk about is he just kind of, not a boss, that's, but like an overhyped quarterback from his play last year. Uh, he's definitely having the most regression I've ever seen from a quarterback. Though w- could have, would have, probably should have won Rookie of the Year last year. If he played a full season, I think he absolutely would have. Right. Uh, this is a lot of regression from someone who was like the number twelve pick last season. And, and so is DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is carrying this offense right now. He's a really top three receiver in my eyes. Uh, yes, mine too. He's 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 like underrated almost. <laughs> yeah, you know, like people think funny, of like, like OBJ, like he's like uh, Andrew Hopkins, Julio Jones, like give give Hopkins some love, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially with just like the seasons they've been having. Uh, I obviously I can't say that Odell Odell's been hindered by terrible quarterback play by Eli. But so you can't really say if this season's helping or hurting his case for uh, being a top ten wide receiver, or well, top five at least, because he's definitely a top ten, right? Oh yeah, 100%. I, don't, I don't think anyone's making the argument that he isn't. I'd say he's top five for sure too. All right. So next game, Jaguars thirty-one, your New York Jets twelve. Um, I mean, it, this was kind of to be expected. The Jags. I don't know. I just, yeah, the I expect them to lose, but I expect them to absolutely crapped on that. With the effort, that's was brutal. that's fair. That was, that was, it was like they got like it was bad. I think the score doesn't even replicate how bad it was. Thirty-one twelve. I expect them to lose. There's no way they beat the Jacksonville. You're not. Like, there's no way. It's the best defense in the league against a rookie quarterback and a rookie offensive coordinator that still doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. Um. 
they're kind of babying Darnold. They don't. I feel like they don't know how to. Do they, do they want to like go out and try to win, or do they kind of just hold his hand and kind of do you know kind of dunk it and check down screens, just kind of baby him? They try to go for some deep passes. Actually, I think the Browns game. I don't know if you saw the stat. The Jets Browns game. I think they had more plays, uh, more plays designed for Darnold through behind the line of scrimmage. The ball was actually thrown backwards than he did balls thrown like past 10 yards or something. There are more plays designed for him to throw behind him, which is crazy. Um, but I feel like they kind of designed to throw more deep balls. But it was just the efforts. They were sloppy. Coverages in the middle left everyone open. The Jacksonville receivers. Blake Bortles looked like he was Tom Brady. <laughs> Meanwhile, this season, Tom Brady's been looking like he's Blake Bortles. Yeah, I think Bortles was 16, 16, 12 for 12 or something. He was he literally, his first game, a drop, like wide open drop or something. Damn. Yeah, that was just, that was a bad game. Jaguars are for real. Yeah, oh, Jaguars are definitely for real. And uh, I have another um, question. Could Blake Bortles be an early MVP candidate? Obviously, I won't say he's the favorite because uh, there's someone else we're going to talk about in a little bit that I think is the front runner for MVP right now. Oh yeah. But could you see Blake Bortles as like a top three MVP candidate? Um, I would say no, just because I don't think he's going. I think as the season develops, uh, right now, yes, right now for sure. Um, but I think as the season develops, I don't think so. I think. Wink, wink, Tom Brady. He may kind of wake up. Sims always happen. I think as the season goes on, he'll kind of... He's still going to be relevant because his team's so good. But uh, as the season goes on, I think he won't be... He'll probably be in the discussion. I think he's, he's, he's throwing his name out there. He's worth it. He's worth the conversation for sure, though. Yeah, I think, I think uh, right now he is... But I don't know if he will be, like you said. I think he's got a lot to prove in terms of that, but I feel like he's at least making a case for, you know, yeah. being an MVP. He's definitely having a great season so far. Yep. Without Fournette, too, helping him. Yeah, exactly. They've had to rely on the the uh, passing game because, like, TJ Yeldon, he's serviceable, but he's, like, not – he's not he's really a number one running back material. Mm-hmm. All right, next game, Raiders 45, Browns 42 in overtime. The Browns had every opportunity to win this game, and they didn't. And that's why I'm not really sure how I feel about the Browns yet. I feel like the Browns could be 4-0 right now. They really <laughs> could be. That's the crazy part, you know? Uh, if they have a kicker that knows what he's doing, they win those first two games. Yep. And then this loss right now, um, there was a questionable call at one point where, like, they had the strip sack on them. And then they would have had a touchdown off of it, but then they then the strip sack gets called back because of like forward progress or something, which is ridiculous because they didn't really have any forward progress. So I'm not really sure how that mm-hmm. gets called, but um, you know it's kind of a shame because uh you know the Browns when they look good they look good, and I mean that just kind of sounds like a given, but like. After years of suckage by the Browns, I really think this is the best Browns team they've had in, you know, a decade or so. Oh yeah, easily. They're 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 building something. They're they are it's taking a while. It's taking a very long time, but they're building something. And it's just very frustrating for them that they've had four 
games, and they're one, two, and one. <laughs> yeah, especially when they That's could have easily been four and zero. Oh. Easily four and zero. Oh. You have literally prime opportunities to be undefeated right now. You know, which just sucks. That's kind of the growing pain through. It's it's almost like they're just like cursed. Almost they they can't find ways to win games. It's just but. That's, that's kind of the growing pains they're going through with the team they're building, so they kind of have to deal with it. But obviously it's frustrating when it's not like it was winnable and you ended up losing. You you had like literally winning drives. like they, It was in your own destiny, and you decided to lose. So. But they'll Those learn. Browns. Yep, ex- ex- exactly. Only them. Makes sense. Yeah, perhaps like, uh, John Gruden, though, first win coming back to the NFL as a coach. Good for him. First win in a many, First many years. First win since, like, what? He was with, like, Tampa Bay, right? Yeah, it's been... It's been, uh, it's been many years. Yes, it has been a minute. Uh, Seahawks-Cardinals. Seahawks win that 2017. Um, Josh Rosen's first start as a quarterback. He does decently, but the Cardinals are just so bad that, like... Yeah, they're another one. Who like really the cares about this team? <laughs> they're they're another brutal team. It's just they're just not good. It only took what three, four weeks to finally have all the rookie QBs on. Quick no, I mean Lamar Jackson's not out yet. Oh true, true, true. But the, the first the first four, I thought it was gonna be that's, I, I definitely knew that at some point this season there's no way that the Cardinals are gonna stick with Bradford, the Bills are gonna oh, stick definitely. with Nathan Peterman. Like, and well, the Bills are going to stick with uh, the Bears. I mean, I'm saying the Browns, all these B teams, the Browns are going to stick with Tyrod for the whole year. Um, but I didn't think it was going to come week four. Damn, yeah, that's four, interesting. That's something I wasn't two, thinking. Like, top four picks or all that. But, uh, yeah, man, they're, they're, this is the next young crop. Yeah. That's... Well, like the Cardinals situation, Cardinals and Browns, why not? I mean, uh, Cardinals and Bills, you're, you're losing anyway. You might as, like, he's not learning anything. Sitting on the bench and watching a losing team, and Sam Bradford throwing interceptions. Yeah, you're definitely right. Like, you know, might as well, you might as well just get him in there. This is clearly not a season that you're doing anything with. I mean, yeah, both these teams know that like they're not competing for anything this season. Like, this is the perfect time to focus on developing. Don't focus on winning. The game. I mean, like you want to, like I, that sounds dumb, but like you want to win the game, but don't like put the focus on developing Josh Rose and Josh Allen. That should be their focus. Yep, I think you're right. All right, uh, Saints 33, Giants 18. This is normally the part where I'd flame Bryce for being a Giants fan, but uh, alas, he's not here, and that'd be kind of a dick move to do that, given his current yeah. state right now. So Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this was another one that was sort of to be expected. Alvin Kamara just tears up the Giants' defense. He's unreal. He is unreal. He um, kind of proves the point. It's kind of ironic how... The- Pick Alvin Kamara goes off against the second overall pick, Saquon Barkley, which I don't agree that Giants. That's my take in that whole debate with the, who they should have took with the second pick. Yeah, I th- I still think they should have gone quarterback at two, but I also believe the Browns yeah. should have went Saquon at one because I think Baker would have been at four. But you know, mm-hmm. John Dorsey is a much smarter man than I am, so I would trust his judgment. True. Um, the Giants, they got they got Saquon because they thought they could win now. They're not winning now. That's why. That's kind of why I looked at. It. 
you know, like, why are we going to draft Darnold when he's not going to play? And we think we go in now, let's draft the guy that's going to come in and be an impact player. But they're not winning. That's that's the reason why it looks bad in my eyes. Because they're not winning. If they were three and one, four and oh, like, okay, they draft the Barkley, he's doing well, they're winning. So they, they Yeah, and Saquon he's just he hasn't been bad. He just hasn't really been anything mm-hmm. special yet. And I mean, part of that's due to the fact that they don't have, really have an offensive line. Actually yeah. I think that's probably the big part of it. Like that's like that's probably the biggest part of it. But um yeah. yeah. Uh little Little tidbit about the Saints. Drew Brees is what four, three, four touchdowns away from five hundred. Yeah, five. I think five. He's five. Five. Okay. I think five. I know he's within five. Yeah, he's, he's close. So yeah, he could potentially do that this week. Uh, we could be seeing two quarterbacks hitting five hundred touchdowns this week. Brady's at four ninety nine. Uh, Brees at like four ninety six, four ninety five, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible. We are witnessing history. Uh, okay, next game. Chargers 29, 49ers 27. Um, well, I mean, CJ Beathard, he's he's there. Um, he hasn't been bad. I don't know if he threw any interceptions this game. Yeah, I was surprised the 49ers hung on that one, honestly. Chargers, I, I like the Chargers. I think they're pretty good. Uh, Okay, so CJ Beathard did throw two interceptions that game. But, um, I mean, he almost won against the Chargers, who I feel like have a really good defense, so... Yeah. That's their strong suit. So I think that's why I'm surprised they held on. I think the Chargers, the 49ers out Jimmy G is... How, how ironic would it be if we're just not leaving a quarterback, they just bring Colin Kaepernick back? <laughs> <laughs> that would that um, be the funniest thing in the world. That would be very funny and a little interesting. It's ironic. Yeah, they it need would. a quarterback. Like, it oh, would. <laughs> so the Sunday night game was pretty boring. Ravens 26, Steelers 14. Um, I mean, yeah. Not a lot of very exciting games this week. I think no, Browns Raiders was really the most interesting one of them. Yeah, that was, that definitely probably was. It was the most controversial. It was a lot of moving parts in there. The Steelers, I don't know, man. They need Le'Veon back. They do need Le'Veon back. I Bad. do believe he said he's coming back after week seven, though, right? Yeah, they're by. After they're by, he'll be back. Yeah, so we'll... Uh, week eight? I think it's week eight. I week think it's nine. A little, yeah, it's week nine. Week nine. So, I don't think I don't think we're gonna see Le'Veon get dealt this season. But yeah, especially if they say he's coming back, I don't see. They're like, oh, you know, you're coming back. We're just kind of hold on for dear life to <laughs> week seven. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like the Steelers are falling apart. Um... People were talking about the end of the Patriots. Uh, this might be the end of the Steelers, to be quite honest. Big Ben's looked very average. For some reason, they refuse to get Antonio Brown involved in this offense as much as he should be involved. He says, trade me on Twitter. Yeah, then he's, thre- then he's like, you know, saying, trade me on Twitter. That's it's not something you want when you have the best wide receiver in the NFL, and he's saying, trade me if you don't like me. Best wide receiver and arguably best for running. You really have... 
you literally should have you literally have the weapons for the best offense in the NFL. And meanwhile, this is what's going and on. Juju. Juju's yeah, Juju, one of the best young wide receivers in the NFL. There's Josh Gordon. I love Josh Gordon. Can't wait for his first touchdown <laughs> with the Patriots. Look at him. He just took that hit from Malik Hooker like it was nothing. All right, and then the Monday night game. Uh, we got Chiefs-Broncos. Chiefs uh, pulled it off against the Broncos. Uh, the Broncos almost pulled it off, but then Case Keenum did what Case Keenum does and not pull it off. <laughs> Except for that one time he did pull it off in Minnesota. But, yeah, what a fluky year. That that might have been the flukiest game in the NFL. That, that is the flukiest. That might have been the fluke, one of the flukiest yeah. plays. Eagles. Yeah, that, yeah, you're right. That's, that, that's up there with like the helmet catch in terms of flukiness. Yeah. On the Broncos side, though, I'm like, what are you doing? That ain't it, Chief. Oh, yeah, that's, no, I, I knew that that was a bad signing the minute it happened. That, that was, Case Keenan was absolutely a product of Pat Shermer's offense in Minnesota. Yep. And yes, now that he's in fucking Denver with uh, an aging Demaryius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders as his best offensive weapons. Yep. It's, uh, not, so it's, that's a little different. It's a little bit different than going from Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. <laughs> a little and bit different. Kyle Rudolph, like one of the you have three elite options, and now you're going to Emmanuel Sanders. <laughs> Great. Yeah, guess that's how it'll go, you know? But Mahomes, man. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, he's, he's got to be the clear-cut pick for MVP right now through four weeks, right? Yeah, that's, that's what we're going to say, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he hasn't thrown an interception yet. Touchdowns, no picks. Yeah. That is unreal. He's tearing it up, making it look easy, too. You know, I thought Patrick Mahomes was going to come in for Alex Smith at some point last season. I mean, I well, guess it's sort of last a... Year. And, and he came in, like, what, last game? I think, I think he had his first last career game. start against well, Denver, like, week 17. Yeah. In a game that meant absolutely nothing. Yep. Yeah. All right, so that's all the recaps. We actually spent a very good amount of time on that, about half an hour. Um, yeah. So let's talk our week five picks. Uh, obviously, of course, here we don't do uh, we don't do Thursday night games because we record during Thursday night games usually. But uh, just for a little update on that, Patriots are up for twenty four seventeen. Tom Brady's thrown two interceptions on balls that should have been caught. Um. And they're currently driving right now. They are in Indianapolis territory. Um, so the first game of the week is going to be Titans-Bills. Tennessee favored by five, and, by five, just five flat on the road. And I'm going to take the Titans because, you know, the Titans are looking good. The Bills are looking not so good. And it just kind of makes sense, you know? Yeah, I'm taking the Titans. Yep, and... I, you know how I feel about the Bills. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think anyone over the Bills. That's... Uh, I don't know if I take the Cardinals over the Bills. Sure, that would be... That would be a... That would be... That would be game. a shit-fest of the week game. I'd, I'd go for a tie there. <laughs> that It would only be fitting given how this NFL season had... Ooh, Edelman. Edelman just shook off a hit. Uh, okay, yeah, so Bryce is picking the Titans, too. Speak oh, I forgot to mention, uh, last week's standings. 
Uh, me and Bryce, we both went nine and five, bringing our records up to 31, 26, and two for me, and 32, 25, and two for Bryce. So I'm still one game back. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, me and Bryce have a lot of the same picks this week. So, yeah. We're, it's going to be pretty close. And, uh, Leave your suggestions in the replies to the tweet promoting this episode below if you want to give us some ideas for what the loser has to do. Uh, we haven't really gotten any good ideas yet. So we'll have to see. Oh my god, Josh Gordon. Holy fucking Gordon. shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh. <laughs> oh spike. my god, look at that. Did you see how much air he got on that spike too? Yeah. That went a good 15 yards in the air. Oh my, he Brady just threw a perfect dime to Gordon in double coverage in the end zone. 500 TD. That's his 500 touchdown too. <laughs> what a beautiful pass. Wow. Okay. Um. <laughs> so we were talking. Um. What, what exactly were we talking about? I kind of just lost my We finished the uh, Bills. We finished Titans-Bills? Titans okay. Yeah, uh, next game. Uh, Dolphins-Bengals. Cincinnati, five-and-a-half point favorites at home against the Dolphins. And hmm. you know what? I take that because... I would take that, the too. The Bengals have looked a lot better than the Dolphins this season in terms of competition yeah, they've played and in terms Dolphins of just general coming play. Back, coming back down. I still think they're decent, but they're not as good. Yeah. Sure. So I, I take Cincinnati, too. All right. So uh, next, uh, Bryce is taking the Bengals too. I'll, you know, for the sake of convenience, just uh, I won't mention which games Bryce has picked unless they're different. Because, like I said, there's only two games that Bryce picked differently than me. Okay. So for the sake of convenience, for like you, the listeners, everything else, if I don't mention Bryce, it's just that his picks were the same as mine. Yeah, I'll probably mention. It. I'll probably still mention that Bryce picked them, if it happens. Um, yeah. So next game, Ravens Browns. Baltimore favored by three on the road. Uh, as high as I am on the Browns, sometimes uh, I'm not high on them on this game. The Ravens have just been playing so much better, and I just think it's fair to say that the Browns. I do think that the Browns can pull this one off, but I don't think it'll happen. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Ravens. I, I, uh, Ravens are just playing too good right now. I like the Browns in Cleveland, but... Yeah, Ravens... The Ravens right are now. just too good. I really like... Their defense is playing really well. Their defense has been playing very well right now. And they that's... might pick Baker apart. They really might. I just think that's how it's going to be. Yep. Yep. Tickets are pretty cheap, though. $34. <laughs> Or their cheapest tickets. I mean, I don't, I don't know, know how that. tickets usually go for in Cleveland, but uh, probably sounds about right. I mean, I'd go to a Browns game for thirty bucks. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Trying to work on getting that SeatGeek sponsorship for the show, you know? Oh, use code. That'll that, well, well, we haven't secured anything. We I haven't even tried to secure it yet. That's something that I've been uh. You know, thinking about floating the idea for hashtag mm -hmm. Intel, but I might be saying too much right now. Um, 
So anyways, next game, Packers at Lions. This is kind of interesting. Detroit is one-point favorites at home against the Packers. And I'm taking the Packers, and Bryce is taking the Packers. Who are you taking, Steve? Guess who I'm taking. Are you taking the Packers? I'm taking the Packers. Hmm. We're all taking the upset. I'm not really sure how this is an upset. I mean, Green Bay's defense has been... According to the odds, but the spread, I I don't know. I still still like Detroit. That's, That's... I think Detroit's a gross overrated team. Yeah, they are. Uh, you, you, you were about to say something. So Aaron Rodgers is a bad, bad man. He's a bad man. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I think the offense has been at least serviceable. Same with the defense. I don't think Detroit's all that. I think they beat... People are getting a hot head about them because they beat a uh, pretty lousy Patriots defense. And then the Patriots' offense just did not look good. But alas, I still don't think that they're all that great. I mean, they're 1-3, so they're obviously not great to begin with. But now, I'm not really seeing how they can be one-point favorites. Maybe it's because they're at home? Uh, yeah, home. That's got to be it, but I don't I know if I really believe I think the rule is one team always gets three points. That might be it, but I don't know that if I... What they kind of go by. That might be yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Anyways. Uh, Jaguars at Chiefs. This is my game of the week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chiefs favored by three at home. That is a one o'clock game on CBS. Although, granted, I don't think we get that game here. Chiefs, that is... Best off. That is your best defense. Um... This is going to be Patrick Mahomes' first big test. Oh, yeah. Best defense in the league going up against us. Uh, uh, damn, this is actually the first dude. That was, we were going through some easy ones. Now we're getting to the interesting ones. Yeah. Uh, well, while you're thinking about it, I'll tell you what me and Bryce's picks are because we picked the. Yeah. Uh, Bryce and I both picked the Jaguars for this game. Uh, we believe that the defense is going to be too much for Patrick Mahomes. I think he's going to make some mistakes against. With uh, the pass rush, I feel like their run defense is really good, so Kareem Hunt's not going to be too much of a factor. Uh, Jalen Ramsey has been talking shit about Tyreek Hill all week. Yeah, whatever. Um, He's always talking. He's always talking. And I love Jalen Ramsey for that, but I also don't love him because, like, at some point he's going to get burned by somebody and it's going to be kind of hilarious. OBJ kind of smacked him around. OBJ did kind of smack him around. That's right. Week one. Uh, I'm gonna. We're finally gonna switch it up here. I'm going with the Chiefs. Ooh, okay. You still believe in uh, Patty Mahomes? I do. I think that offense is. Even though usually defense outdo, great defenses outdo great offenses, but I just in KC too. I don't know. I feel like this gonna. Roll. It's in KC, yeah. It's gonna roll with momentum. If they get off to a hot start. They're gonna be tough. Mahomes, he's just slaying it right now, man. I think I'm. I'm still. I'm going with KC. All right. All right. So, we got Broncos at Jets. Jets favored by one at home. And I'm going to take the Broncos because um, I just don't feel right picking the Jets in this game. I, I just, I'm not sold on them yet. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Sam Darnold versus the Broncos defense. That should be interesting. It should be interesting because, like, the Broncos defense hasn't been great this season. 
Von Miller, aside from like that one game where he had five sacks, he's really, I don't know if I want to say quiet is the right word, but he certainly hasn't like been the uh, Von Miller that won Super Bowl MVP a couple years ago. Who they draft again? Why am I, why uh, Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb, yeah. Just don't have a great offensive line, so I think Chubb and Miller might feast on Darnold. Um, I'm going to go with the Jets just because I don't like the Broncos' uh, offense at all. Um, yeah, I think this is kind Jets of going to be a bit of a shit-fest game. Oh, what up? Oh, is that an interception? Yes, it is. Oh, that's a really weird interception. That is a weird um, interception. Jonathan uh, Jones with the Jets pick. defense is, is pretty good. That's at home. I think, I think it's gonna be. It's probably gonna be close. All right. One possession, maybe three points. I'll go with the Jets. All right. So next game, uh, Falcons Steelers. Uh, Pittsburgh's favored by three and a half, but um, I cannot take the Steelers. They just they look flat without Le'Veon. Yeah. Uh, AB has been mostly a non-factor when he's not getting involved. So I'm going to take the Falcons because they've looked a lot better. They've lost a lot of close games. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is leading the NFL in passing yards right now, which I wouldn't have believed if I wasn't looking at that right now. Really? <laughs> yeah. He's got 1,400 yards already. But, um, yeah, he's just... Not, I still think he's washed. He's feasting on bad defenses. And I think that even though this Falcons defense is really hurt, I still think that, uh, ooh, Sony Michelle's touchdown from like 30 yards out. Not bad. But anyways, as I was saying, the Falcons, I think, are an all-around a lot better team than the Steelers are, especially when the Steelers don't have Le'Veon. So I'm going to take the Falcons even though they're three-and-a-half-point underdogs. Yeah, I'll take the Falcons, too. Calvin Ridley's finally woke up a little bit there. Yeah, Calvin Ridley. Let's talk about Calvin Ridley for a little bit. Wow. Um, yeah, week one, he got nothing, and now he's just been a beast. Yeah, three that three-touchdown game, then he had another one last week. Yeah. Or do you have two last week? I think he had two. Yeah, and you know, uh, Pittsburgh's secondary is not good. Uh, I expect another big game out of him, and maybe we'll see another touchdown for Julio eventually. Yeah. See how they handle him. Yeah, we'll have to see. All right. Um, Bryce is taking the Falcons, too, so we're all taking the Falcons here. Uh, the next 1 p.m. game, Giants-Panthers. Panthers favored by six at home. And I'm taking that because uh, yeah, I don't that. think the Giants really have it to beat the Panthers. They're coming off a of bye week, which is I think is what puts the nail in the coffin here for me. They've had two weeks to yeah, prep Panthers for this. Have all the, I think OBJ have, has a great game, but I don't think the Pan I don't think the Giants as a team do. This this might be like we had a lock game. This might be a lock game. I really like the Panthers in this one. I'll definitely go with them. All right. Uh, next game. Our first four o'clock games of the week. Raiders at Chargers. Chargers favored at home by five. And I'm taking the Chargers. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, oh, no, that's not my lock of the week. Yeah, I just looked at one of the later games. And uh, we'll see a real lock of the week here from me. Um, yeah, Chargers are just all around a better team than the Raiders are. The Raiders, Raiders are, are pretty bad. 
The Raiders are a shocker defense that relied on heavy pass rusher. Uh, does not look that, good that without pass rusher. Uh, you know, that's just something that kind of... I, I still don't understand why they traded Mac. You know, I'm going to be saying this all season with the Raiders. It's going to be yeah. the bye week for the Raiders, and I'm still going to talk about that episode on that episode. I still can't believe the Oakland Raiders traded Khalil Mack. It just doesn't make sense. Nope. Not. It doesn't. Yeah, I, I like the Chargers team in general. Like, all around. Their defense, their high, everything. So, uh, especially against a lousy team like Oakland. Yeah, it's going to be a... It's going to be a game for the Ra- or for the Chargers. All right, and then we got the NFC Championship game rematch. Vikings-Eagles. Eagles favored by three at home. It's a good one. This is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. And uh, this is going to be the first one where me and Bryce do not agree on the picks. Uh, I'm taking Minneapolis. I'm going to take uh, Minnesota. I almost said Minneapolis. <laughs> no, I play Minneapolis. It's uh, just Minnesota. And uh, Bryce is taking the Eagles. Uh, I didn't really get an opportunity to ask him for his uh, explanation on his picks. He just sent me them. And, um, um, I mean, I can see why you want why you'd pick Philly here. I can still see it. But, um, frankly, Philly's just looked flat this season. And I think that Minnesota is going to come out looking a lot better. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. I, I'm going to take the on the road. You're going to take the Vikings? Yeah, I don't. I feel like I could be wrong here. I mean, oh yeah, I can yeah, definitely be wrong here because like this is gonna be one of the better games yeah. of the week. It's probably got to be my game of the week. Oh yeah, easily. Say it because like 100. There aren't a lot of great games. I think the only other game that's really comparable to this is uh, Jaguars, Jaguars Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's um, that's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. But I still think the Vikings pull this one off. Yep. All right. Uh, next game is a 4:30 game. Cardinals at 49ers. San Francisco favored by four at home. Uh, this game sucks, but I'm gonna pick the Cardinals because fuck it, why not? Wow. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take the Niners. You're gonna take the Niners? Yeah, Bryce is taking the yeah. Niners too. Um, I don't really have faith in the Cardinals. I just kind of want to see them win. Because <laughs> you know, at least the Browns. It's like, oh, it's the Browns. Yeah, haha. A little bit of a punchline. Well, the Cardinals, right. no, they're just bad, and you can't really, like, feel bad for them like you felt bad for the Browns. The Cardinals just suck. And, you know, I guess the only reason I really want to see them win is because, like, you know, you want to see Larry Fitzgerald succeed. I don't think he's caught a touchdown pass yet this season, which is really unfortunate because, you know, in my eyes, Larry Fitzgerald's a top-five wide receiver of all time, and you can make the argument for top three. And it's a shame because he's been on terrible teams for, like, literally every season of his career. Yeah. And, like, even though he he puts his heart and soul into the team, they don't do anything for him. And I still think he should be traded to a contender as, like, just, like, an act of kindness. I agree. Let that man get happen, one ring before he rides off to the sunset. It's not going to happen, but, you know. Makes me want that that much harder. So, yeah, just to reiterate, I'm picking the Cardinals, and Steve and Bryce are both taking the 49ers. Uh, next 430 game, last 430 game of this week, Rams, Seahawks, lock of the week, but also who gives a fuck because, holy shit, the Rams are going to beat this team. Yeah, 
this um, is yeah this, this is a good lock yeah I respect it Jared Goff is second in the NFL in passing yards like eight yards behind Big Ben but um you know one pass away yeah I'm going with the Rams they're the best in the NFL my eyes so yeah I, you're not wrong I still think that they're favorites to win the Super Bowl right now they should be yeah I think they are right now I do believe that Rocks, they are actually are yeah, but yeah, 100%. Even on the road, they're, they're, they should win. Uh, well, yeah, especially against a team like the Seahawks. With Earl Thomas going down for the season, that's uh, that's the end of this yeah. season for the uh, Seattle Seahawks, which, you know, it sucks. sucks. But I did want to talk about this a little bit with Earl Thomas. Uh, do you think he should be traded? Giving his current condition. Well, mm. if he didn't have a broken leg right now, because I don't believe you can trade players while they're on IR. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think anyone would trade for him. Um, just because. He's going to be free. He's going to be free agent now. Well, what yeah, if he could lock so. up a contract with him, though? True. It, if you're going to have, like, kind of like a side and trade in place, that would be smart. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's up to him. He decided to play, so. That's kind of his his decision. Oh shoot, Bryce just joined. Oh, he's muted though. Well, hey Bryce, how you doing, buddy? I know you're <laughs> gonna be listening to this in the future, but um, we're just wrapping up our picks for the week. We kind of went out of order. Um, yeah. So going on to the Sunday night games, Cowboys Texans. Um, this is a real who gives a shit game of the week because neither of these teams are doing anything this season. Why is this a Sunday night game? Um, <laughs> I feel like. Both these teams were expected to be better than they were. True. Dak like, and Watson I mean, probably if, were the headline. If you had the uh, the uh, twenty, if you had rookie year Dak Prescott Cowboys and rookie year Deshaun Watson Cowboys with exactly. Deshaun Watson healthy, for. this is a really good game. This might even be a game of the week level sort of game. But now that you know neither of these teams are good, this is just a who gives a shit game of the week. Well, I won't say it's the who gives a shit game of the week, but it's it's a lot level of that game. There's a lot of not good games this week. So uh, who, who are you taking? Me, yeah, I'm going with this is again. This is gonna be like you said, but close. But I think I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. All right, all right. I think Zeke has another monster game. Hopkins uh, is gonna do well, but I think Zeke has another monster game. Dak's little pet right next to him on his right side. I feel like this week. The Texans' defense gets it together, and they shut down the Cowboys. I think Zeke still gets a touchdown, but I think DeAndre Hopkins goes off against the Cowboys' secondary, which is just not good. And I think Deshaun Watson kind of sort of gets it together, too. And yeah, I think the, the Texans offense, win this game. Cowboys' offense is very shutdownable. Like, yes. It's very, like, they're, they're it's very one-dimensional. To sh- yeah. It's, it's like very one-dimensional. If you can shut down, shut down. If you can shut down uh, Zeke, so. you kind of just shut yeah, down like, the entire that pass in this game. Like, they're very... But then the last go off you know what i mean like it's it's possible they can be very easy to shut down yep so uh bryce is also taking the texans in this game i forgot to mention the money line uh houston is favored by three and a half so steve is taking the underdog cowboys here but um yeah i still think the texans are gonna pull this one off it's it's not gonna be a good game by any means but still it's you know it'll be a game and finally, we got the Monday night games. Uh, Redskins Saints. Like I said earlier, Drew Brees going up for his 500th career touchdown pass. And 
My high stake, he'll get it. I don't I care how many times I, I do believe he'll get it, which is why I'm starting him in fantasy this week. Four or five, whatever it is. I think he's, uh, he, get, he's I at four ninety six right now. They showed a graphic on the Patriots game. What's the line? The line is New Orleans six and a half. So. Oh yeah, they'll cover easy. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I think I think it's gonna be a big game. Like. I think it's gonna be a good game, but not a great game. And I and I do think that Drew Brees hits five hundred this game. Saints and other team they can score at will. So I think uh, he'll get it. Saints will cover. They'll win pretty. I think pretty easily. I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. My eyes. All right, and uh, so I'm taking the Saints, and I guess you're taking the Saints too, right? Yeah. Yes, and then Bryce is also taking the Saints, so we are all hey. we're all taking the Saints on Monday night. So, uh, yeah, just to recap everything, uh, we're all taking – actually, are you taking the Jets in Broncos Jets? Mm-hmm. Yes, so me and Bryce are taking the Broncos. Steve's taking the Jets. Uh, Titans Bills, we're all taking the Titans. Falcons Steelers, we're all taking the Falcons. Jaguars Chiefs, me and Bryce taking the Jags. Steve's going with the Chiefs. Packers Lions, we're all going with the Packers. Ravens Browns, we're all going Ravens. Giants Panthers, we're all going with the Panthers. Dolphins Bengals, we're all going with the Bengals. Raiders Chargers, we're all going with the Raiders or the Chargers, not the Raiders. Uh, Cardinals 49ers, I'm going with the Cardinals. Steve and Bryce are going with the 49ers. Vikings Eagles, Steve and myself are going Vikings. Bryce is going with the Eagles. Rams, Seahawks, Rams by 50, Cowboys, Texans, uh, me and Bryce going with the Texans, Steve's going with the Cowboys, and then Redskins, Saints are all going with the Saints. So, yeah. Um, I haven't really thought of anything for a closing thoughts for this episode. That's usually Bryce's thing where he talks about a final thoughts sort of thing. Uh, is there anything going on in sports that we haven't talked about yet that you want to bring up, Steve? I mean, NHL season's starting up, so, like... NHL season just started out. There's no, really like, major head... At least probably worthy of a conversation, besides it's just starting. Uh, I mean, the Islanders yeah. won today. Uh, others... Um, they didn't look good <laughs> at all, but they won, so you'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just the best time of the year. You get like all the sports on at the same time. Yeah, this, time this, year, I I love I really love October. It's at this time of year where like you've got MLB playoffs starting, NFL seasons in full swing, um, NHL and NBA, NBA seasons are starting up soon. Yeah, it's, it's the only month where you get all the sports. Yeah, it, it's just, it's so, awesome. That's why it's that's why it's probably my I had my birthday month, so it's just Ooh. like it's perfect. Yeah, that's that's got to be nice, you know. It's just a great month. Got a lot of good things coming here. Also, a fall weather guy. Yeah, fall weather is also really nice too. I really like that. Well, with that, I think we're gonna call it an episode a little bit shorter, but only by a couple minutes. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at iwh podcast. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at enmq6 spelled c u s i c k. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's Briz, B-R-I-Z-Z. You can follow Steve on Twitter at Anders Lee, but the Lee part, the L, is a uppercase I. That's right, right, Steve? Yeah, Anders I-E-E, basically. Yeah, Anders I-E-E. <laughs> and um, you can follow his podcast at, uh, is it 
GSP or is it? I, I forgot what the at was for yours. Uh, at uh, Grand Slam Pod. At Grand Slam Pod. Yeah, you can follow him on yeah. there. And um, yeah, thank you for listening. This was episode eight, I want to say. And uh, thank you for all the support on Twitter. And I think we're just going to call it there. <laughs> Bit of an awkward ending. But uh, yeah, thank you for listening and have a great day.